Hello, welcome to Pokelab Radio. I'm Jesse, and Russell couldn't be here with us today. So in place, we have our returning guest, Jonathan, a best friend of both of ours who's played Pokemon since the beginning, like the, like Russell and I have. Um, we were looking at a topic to do today, and we thought it would be super awesome to do an episode on the legendary birds. So we're going to touch on the famous original three, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. So, which one of those is your favorite? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on the show, man. I'm really excited to talk about these legendary birds. Uh, so out of these three birds, we're looking at uh, Moltres would be my favorite, I'd say. Yeah? Um, yeah, I, I really like Moltres as, as the, the fiery one of the three. Now tell me, is that why you chose the worst possible team to join on Pokemon Go? No, not at all. No, not at all. Because you know they have stereotypes for the types of people that choose Team I'm sure Mystic, they do. Team Valor, uh -huh. and Team Instinct. I'm sure. I'm and sure you know do. what the stereotype is for the people that choose Team Red? What's that? Is that you're constantly vaping and have a man bun and... Perfect. You know, yeah. stuff like That's that. not at all what I look like or do, but sure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I have to I just have to put that out there that's right. the life that you want to emulate apparently <laughs> so um, for me I wouldn't say I actually have a favorite um, they're all pretty cool they're all cool yeah. in their own way exactly and that's where it's tough for me to pick a fa like a sure. favorite for myself but I think of the two, it would probably, or of the three, it would be either Articuno or Zapdos. Okay. Uh, Moltres is neat, but the moves that he learns in the original game, I wasn't too fond of. Mm. Um, I know that he's a powerhouse like the other yeah. birds are, but his move set just kind of bothered me. Like, it just, sure. like, I know that he knows Fire Spin. Yeah, that's a pretty cool move. Yeah, but it doesn't really do a whole lot of damage. So you're sitting I, there. I agree. Yeah, you just I, peck away at them, right? Yeah, but, I agree. I, I do wish there was more of a, a you know Charizard had some crazy attacks. Exactly. I wish Moltres had something. Right. Similar. He's there a legendary is, bird, yeah. and they just went here's fire spin. Yeah. You may as well just let him only learn Ember. Yeah. In basically. The game, yeah. You know? No, I do agree that he, they they lost the opportunity to be a little more OP with some of the cool moves. Right. Where Regardless, I, he just like I just like him because he looks really cool, and I like the kind of the story behind him. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, starting off, Articuno. Yeah. First of all, for all the Spanish speakers, mm -hmm. Articuno, Zapdos, mm -hmm. Moltres mm -hmm. is one, two, three in Spanish. Yeah. Uno, for those of you that tres. didn't know, just a little fun fact to share. Yeah. Um, so Articuno. A dual type he's a flying and ice type the galarian form is a flying and a psychic type um do you remember where you get articuno in the game cinnabar island not no. exactly cinnabar island but really close to it yeah, you yeah, surf yeah. for a little bit and then you and hit then, the seafoam that's right seafoam island yeah right and then you go into there and then try to find him on a little mountain thing or yeah he's kind of hill. on like an island yeah. or something inside this cave yeah. system i remember playing that and being annoyed because i think you're going in the water and you keep encountering uh all tentacle yes yeah the freaking zubat oh, of the sea oh my goodness yeah and i get so annoyed because you keep like oh so see a tentacle yeah 
and then you land, you go into the cave, yeah. Sea of Zubat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just annoying after, it's like every other minute, you're just like, you know, you get the, and I'm like, stop, stop it. Just let me get to this. Yeah, just one step yeah. at a time, and yeah. every step is, it's not exciting anymore, I remember stop. that 8-bit music playing in my dreams, because I'd be up late at night trying to like fight the stupid uh, oh Articuno, and you know, you keep, anyways. Yeah. Um, so Articuno, you finally get to it. If I remember right, it's been a very long time since I've caught Articuno. Um, there's a whole bunch of shifting of boulders and moving things around yes. that you have to do in yep. order to get to him. You need like a certain attack to do it too, don't you? To, to, to move strength. The strength. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Strength. So I remember having to do that. I remember after you place all of the rocks through these holes in a strategic way, you have to uh, go down and skate around until you get to this area. You can surf, and then I think you find Articuno on a little island. Yeah. And I remember in my red version, I gave up on playing it because I accidentally <laughs> killed Articuno. How? And I couldn't catch it. No way. Yeah, like I forget how it happened. It was such a long time ago, but I remember playing it and going like, come on, get in the freaking ball, and he wouldn't get in. You weakened it, but you... you I weakened it, it yeah. and it did something where it... I don't know if I poisoned it or oh, so accidentally just, hit attack oh, instead of hit no. grab Pokeball, but whatever happened, I killed it. And then I went, well, now I don't want that. I don't want this save file anymore. Now I have to start over, and oh. I just never did. Actually, no, I did. But, yeah, it, it took me a while to get over that. I was sorry to hear that. That's uh, pretty upset. Kuno... Uh, quashed your childhood dreams of becoming a Pokemon master. Just a little bit, but that's okay. I forgive myself now. Um, now, when it comes to Articuno, do you remember that super special OP move that he had? Uh, ice? So I think he had two. I can remember the one. One of them is for sure Blizzard. Okay, Blizzard, that's the one. I just that's, remember the, the, the diamonds coming through and it's like, yeah. you use Blizzard and it's like yeah. super powerful. I right. That. Yeah. So Blizzard was one of the OP moves and I remember unless you had like a super bulky Pokemon. Yeah. Like say a Poliwrath yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Tentacruel. You would pretty much be dead in one yep. hit. Yeah. It was stupid powerful. Yeah. Most of the time you're either frozen or you're just insta-kill. Yeah. But again, a bulky Pokemon can survive it, but it's... It's intense. At the time, when you're kids, you don't yeah, know that. Exactly. You just bring a stack of Pokemon in and hope for the best. Exactly. And so now this is really good to know for anybody who wants to go through those games and play them again. Yeah. Learn from our mistakes. <laughs> right. Now, I think the other one was Ice Beam. Ice Beam, yes. was a pretty That's powerful the one. one. That's the one I was remembering. That was one, uh, if I'm remembering right, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, at a really high chance of freezing your Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So using that, I remember taking that into the Elite Four with Ice Beam uh -huh. and Blizzard. Uh -huh. And just a crush. lot of times I would crush and win yeah. because you just keep freezing exactly. the Pokemon Exactly, yeah, so they can't do anything. Right. Yeah. So now when it comes to Articuno, did you know that Articuno has an ice cream shop? What? Yeah. Like the bird. Yeah. So in the manga series. No. I'm reading here that they have all of these like, because you know, the, the legendary birds, they're thought of as, they basically make them out to be like bird gods of some sure. sort. Sure. Yeah. Right? So they make them out to be 
you know, you know, oh my gosh, like you control all of snow and ice and the oceans freeze because of you and travelers have died because of your ice and snow kind of thing. Huh. Um, you know, and they treat it as Articuno will come and save travelers that are freezing to death. Right, but all of this stuff is just rumors. Yeah, of course. But then they talk about how from the top of a ski resort, Articuno is actually running an ice cream shop <laughs> in the manga series. That's actually hilarious. And so, like, I mean, probably one of the nicer, more fluffy versions of the legendary of the Pokemon out there. I mean, I, it, when looking at them, you know, Articuno has like a nice little beak, nice like nice eyes. You look at Zapdos and Moltres, especially Zapdos, oh, yeah. so you're just like, oh, he's gonna kill me. Oh yeah, exactly. And Moltres is kind of like that. It's like an annoying bird, you know, like that yeah. like, that bird that just peeks up there and it's like, I'm gonna hurt you. But yeah. yeah, Articuno would be more approachable. He kind of looks more like a parakeet. Exactly. Kind of thing yeah, compared totally. to like a thunderbird yeah. or, or an eagle lava or bird or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently he runs an ice cream shop and did some sort of like an all-you-can-eat ice cream competition for all the Pokemon at the ski resort. That's ridiculous. And he's a legendary bird. That's actually funny. Yeah. And it talks about... So here's something that I didn't know. Do you remember Koga? Koga. He was one of the gym leaders in... Uh, oh, yeah. Fuchsia City, yes. I think. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah apparently works for team rocket in the manga yes okay did you know oh, that i did not know that yeah so it says in the research that i did um that articuno ended up fighting off a bunch of team rocket grunts and articuno managed to kill or sorry not kill but defeat their muck oh but was so weakened from the battle that they captured it and gave it to one of the team rocket commanders koga wow interesting and so, huh. you know, there's two little fun factoids yeah, yeah, yeah. all at once. That's really cool. Which adds to my whole conspiracy theory about <laughs> Professor Oak being behind <laughs> all of the yes, evil that he, happens. He manipulated, yes, I've heard this one, that he is the mastermind right. of, the manipulator of all the things. Right, of all of the different <laughs> teams, and he's the one. And that's where who, you're, you're, you're hanging your hat. You're like, this I'm, is, yeah. I'm starting to believe it more and more <laughs> as I find these new things. Like, they even... Like, Koga is, he, he's a gym leader, and I get that Giovanni is a gym leader, yeah, too, and yeah, we yeah, know that yeah. he's one of the Team Rocket yeah. guys, but all of these other guys, like Koga and Misty and mm -hmm. all of these other types, like, what if they're all in on it, too, if Koga's in on it? Right. That's fair. Right? That's fair. How do we know? Whose allegiances do Oh, like? my yeah. gosh. Okay, I just had a thought in my head. They have the Pewter City gym leader, Brock, walking around with Misty and Ash for... God knows how long throughout the series. And somehow, magically, every single time, Jesse and James happen to just come upon wherever Ash and Misty and Brock oh, interesting. are. Interesting. What if Brock is They're feeding communicating? Ah, uh, man, that actually makes a lot of sense. Because you'd always wonder how they find them in the series. Right. They're like in the most random places. And right. they just show up. And you're right. like, what? And think, what reason did Brock have to go with them? He just ran after them. I'm coming with you. And they went, okay, that's fine. Yeah, interesting thoughts, man. Right. This, uh, this, this, this hole keeps getting bigger and bigger, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, so... All right, well, I'll have to do some more thinking of my own and see if I actually uh, believe that. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so this is just getting deeper and deeper. Um, one of these days, I'm just going to fill an entire room with paper and red <laughs> string connecting all the dots together. And I'm going to do... Professor is the bad guy. Exactly. I'm going to do this whole long, like, two-hour long I hope it disrupts feel. all of Pokemon. It'd be hilarious. Oh, man, they should make a movie on that. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Okay, anyway, we'll get back to the legendary birds. So... Um, aside from Articuno, we have Zapdos. Zapdos. One of my personal favorites mm -hmm. for his two moves, Drill Pack and Thunderbolt. Mm -hmm. um, and it actually thundered. Those three moves were just powerhouse moves mm -hmm. that destroyed everything in its path. And unlike Blizzard, I'm not seeing anything in the research that I did. That's as powerful as those attacks? Well, that's saying that there's Pokemon that could actually defend against it really well. Like with Blizzard, you can use a bulky Pokemon. True, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with Zapdos, aside from type resistance, I'm not seeing there anything that shows that, oh, a bulky Pokemon can withstand this or a fast Pokemon can mm. withstand this. Right, it just shows that pretty much you're you're dead, and that's it. So, <clears throat> and where we were just talking about how fluffy and kind Articuno is. Sure, Zapdos is like the angry, don't mess with me bird. They're making it out to be that Zapdos and even his Galarian form, the fighting and flying type, as Zapdos, they're just fight hungry bloodlusted <laughs> birds they kind of like roosters that are right just, they just overpowered rooster that pretty just, much all they want to do is just eat your brains and have you for breakfast the next day that's hilarious um but what i'm seeing here is that whenever zapdos flaps its wings it creates an electrical current. It can actually yep. start thunderstorms just by flapping its wings. Very cool. So if you remember the first episode of Pokemon ever released, where I think it's called I Choose You, Pikachu, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. see Ash at the end of the episode sees um, like a Ho-Oh flying across yes. the sky with That's a rainbow, right. right? That's right. And you hear the nice little glitter sounds. The <laughs> yep. Yep. You don't hear that. When there's a Zapdos around, you hear crackling. You hear like, like static electricity, basically, as it huh. flies by you. And I thought that was a pretty cool little factoid. That is cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. So now, do you remember where you find Zapdos in the games? Power plant, right? Power plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. How do you get to the power plant? Because oh, that man. was something that eluded me yeah. for a while. I can't remember. And honestly. the internet didn't exist then yeah. to find it. You can, so. Yeah, it, it, either game books or cheat codes or whatever yeah. you to talk to someone. I can't remember how you got to uh, the power plant. Oh, I'm really trying to remember. I want to say it's Cerulean City. Or no, maybe it's Lavender Town. Because I remember it Lavender being on like Town. that yeah. east coast. Yeah, a, a part of the... Of Kanto. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would go all the way up through these fields. You surf down and around uh, through this little like river channel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you would end up at this power plant. Mm -hmm. That's kind of tucked away mm -hmm. from everything. Yeah, it's hidden right? in a corner or whatever, yeah. Right. Where you would go through there and you're fighting a bunch of electrodes and... Yes, um, really annoying 
Voltorbs and all of that. And good place, I think the only place where you can get Electabuzz as yep. well. Yep. And towards the end of it, you come across a Zapdos mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Now, that kind of makes me wonder, adding to my conspiracy theory, because <laughs> you have to think, Professor Oak has all of this money and all it of this right research. right back to Professor Oak. Because it all links back to <laughs> Professor Oak. It has to. Okay. So, um, but you think about it. If you see his lab, that guy wants for nothing. He is ultra rich. Uh -huh. Okay. And we also know that he's a pretty smart guy. So uh -huh. even if we put aside the, what I'm going to call a fact now that he's evil, putting aside that fact, he's pretty wealthy. Um, he's known throughout all the different regions. He pops up through uh, the Gala regions, the Hoenn regions, and all of this, and the Johto regions. Like everybody knows who he is. So if it's a thing in the Pokemon world, he's probably in all of the Time magazines and on different TV sure. shows. Like yeah. he's pretty famous. Like the Elon Musk of the Pokemon right. world. Exactly yeah. right. So it makes me think: What if he owns that power plant? Hmm. Right. Now, we're going to bring the fact in again that he's an evil mastermind. Okay. What if a similar thing has happened with Articuno where they fought him and captured him and they're forcing this poor Pokemon that's basically the Thor of Pokemon to sit in this power plant and generate electricity for the entire Kanto sure. region? Sure. What if he's doing it for all of the regions? Hmm. Actually, I don't think that's the case for the Gala region. But anyway, he's probably powering a vast amount of the regions with his power. Otherwise, why would he be in a power plant? I mean, that's a fair point. Right. The that's other two, they're point. in a cave. Yes, it's true. Right? The other so one seems why? to be... He's the only one that seems to be in like a man-made structure. Right. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, is it on purpose? Like, mm -hmm. is he captured? Or is it... I'm, I'm going to just poke one hole. and it could, Okay, it true. Could, but... Is it possible Zapdos, he just likes the current? You know, how birds sit on power lines and they just kind of, it's a place to hang out. What if Zapdos, in a sense, is like, ooh, I'm just going to hang out over here. And yeah, maybe. You just happen to run into him at the power, power plant as he's kind of perking on a, perching on a it could be. wire. And it's like, oh, shoot, that's a big bird. Yeah. And Zapdos is like, hey, what are you doing here? And yeah. you're looking at him and you're like, what are you doing here? And then it's <laughs> like, I want to catch you. So then, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's just a thought. I mean, it could be. Could I be. mean, could be that. Why don't we find Zapdos in any other part of Kanto? Why does it have to be That's right. Plane? That's a fair point, and I That's think right. you may be onto something. But moving on from Professor Oak and okay, one more thing, okay, just one right, more right, theory. Okay, all right. Because, like I was saying before, Zapdos is basically the Thor of Pokemon, like yeah. the the Norse yeah. Thunder God. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. And it does kind of say in here that he is like a Thunder Titan, right? Which is basically like a god or yep. mythological whatever anyway um one last reason what if he's in the power plant because he is literally a god to your electrodes and your voltorbs and your uh electabuzz hmm. and that's why they're all in that power plant as well they followed him in well yeah they're worshiping him huh. maybe huh. maybe he's powering their electricity right I'm I'm less inclined to believe that one than the Professor Oak one, which keeps getting wider and wider. Maybe, yeah, I don't or, know. Anyway. Or conspiratorial that Oak was in on it. Since the anyway, 
Yeah. Would you like to tell us about your giant fire chicken? Yeah, the fire chicken. You know, I, I love Moltres. Uh, I loved them ever since I was a young kid, and I first encountered this flaming bird. <laughs> flaming bird's funny. Roasted chicken, yeah. You can make all the jokes about it. By the way, if you take away his fire, he basically just looks like a rubber chicken. Yes, I know. It is a sad. <laughs> I actually used to have this, like, toy of Moltres I yeah. got when I was very young. And uh, you took the wings off of it, and it did look like a, like a rubber chicken. It was just really sad. Yeah. Uh, but pretty cool concept, pretty cool idea, but one of my favorite birds uh, of the legendary birds. Um, yeah, Moltres, uh, basically um, fire flying type. Um, he's got a Galarian version as well. Uh, pretty cool, like a dark uh, scarlet color. Um, yeah, what, co- what type is that? Actually, the, the Galarian. Just since you did the research on him, what's his type? Um, yeah, it's funny. I had the stats right in front of me, and then they disappeared. But uh, I'm trying to think through his Galarian. To be honest, it was uh, really cool. Yeah, I know he looks neat. He kind of looks like a Yavalto or whatever. Kind of, yeah. And in I actually really like that that yeah. character as well. Uh, sorry, that that Pokemon. Um, yeah, the, the Galarian version of Moltres. I'm trying to remember a couple of the stats here. Sorry if I'm taking a minute here just to find some of the details. Uh, so it's a large avian Pokemon. It's got red and black plumage. Um, his wings are also shrouded in fiery plumage, just like the Moltres. Uh, so yeah, basically the same type like, like a Moltres. Um, he can spread his wicked powers to surround the territory so that even enemies won't be able to find him. Sorry, what can he do? He spread spreads its wicked powers to surround its territory, so like it like creates an aura. Oh, oh the Galarian one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the fire one. For no, a no, no, no. I mean that would that would be cool. That would but be. Apparently, neat. it's its enemies won't be able to approach it because of this like aurora aurora huh. around it. Yeah, super interesting. That's cool. Um. Yeah. Doesn't say its type though. No, I it can't. sounds like a dark type. I think it is. Yeah, so probably dark and flying. I can't locate it right now. I don't know what's going on with this. That's story. all right. But anyways, uh, I'm going to talk more, more, more so with the Moltres, the OG Moltres. But yeah, yeah fun, fun bird. Uh, I like it because it kind of brings to mind like a phoenix. Yeah, kind of that idea of like a rising from the ashes kind of idea. And yeah. uh, Moltres, the interesting thing about him is that there's a thought that it it has guided people through. Um, kind of similar to Articuno on like uh, journeys where people get kind of lost yeah. in mountains and stuff that Moltres can actually also be a guiding light because of its fire mm-hmm. and its uh, its ability to be seen from a longer distance because of its like glowing uh, disposition and its like yeah uh, look it apparently has uh, like a fiery ember thing when it's flapping its wings oh okay uh, like it's it like releases glittery. embers yeah it releases these embers every time it flaps its wings so that's cool. pretty cool yeah um, and yeah it's attacks are uh, f- fire spin I fire spin's a good yeah. one well not really but anyway <laughs> uh, yeah it, fire spin I think peck like a really big peck attack I can't I think I know it's it's kind of frustrating <laughs> honestly I will say this I am disappointed so going back to the OG game um and even hex some of the trading card games, like you would think it would have an overpowered attack like a Charizard. You would think, you, you know, you know, like do something with fire in, yeah. in, in, in a cool way. But 
it was disappointing to see that it didn't have it's almost kind of like they put a lot of thought and effort into the first two and then the last ones they were just you know what it's crunch time just yeah. throw them out there just put basically, some whatever moves in. basically super yeah. <laughs> super frustrating um anyways uh, I, I I really like the concept of Moltres. The other thing about him is that it's been said that he can heal in volcanoes. Oh, yeah. So See, like, that's something I didn't know. Yeah, so apparently if it gets battle damaged or whatever, it hurts itself, it can actually go into a volcano and, mm-hmm. and heal itself again. Yeah. Where do you find Moltres? Uh, Moltres found a victory road in the Kanto region. Is that a volcano or is that a cave? No, so later on... So actually, fun fact, Moltres is one of the only Pokemon that's been moved around various places in the games. So throughout the generations. Oh, yeah, so you're he, right. It was in Victory Road, and then I think they moved it to some Mount Ember, and then a couple other areas that they moved it to. So it's it's been all around. What game was Mount Ember? Uh, Do you remember? Oh, man. It was after Gold, Silver, Leaf, Leaf Green, I think. It was hmm. somewhere... Further, further down that generation four or something like that. Four okay, five, generation three or four. Yeah, maybe. three or four okay. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, it is interesting because back to the volcano idea, it yeah. would make more sense to find it in a volcano than in Victory Road. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Um, but I mean, which is something I'm thinking flying. about. Can you imagine? Because you just said that he he can heal in volcanoes. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and I'm sure you know how annoying it is in the games. When you're trying to fight a Pokemon, and yep. every time you get its health down, it goes, recover! Yeah, exactly. And brings its health back Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. I remember getting so frustrated with that. So, sure. can you imagine battling a Moltres where every single turn it goes, by the way, heal! Yeah. By the way, heal! Yeah, yeah, because right. it's by a volcano, yeah. which would you make know. sense, and I think every person right. probably want to quit the game after they encountered Moltres <laughs> with its stupid volcano. Just <laughs> drop all your Pokeballs and just, I don't want to be a trainer. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Basically causes a complete shutdown of the entire industry of Pokemon trainers. Its type is the rage quit Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Uh, but yeah, pretty pretty cool stuff. Um, one of the other things about Moltres is that it has been said that um, it brings spring with it because of its heat, I guess. And so, flying okay. from south to north, depending on where it's headed, apparently brings spring with it. Kind of a legend, huh? Like melts all the snow, kind of. Thing. Yeah, or, or just its being of, of warmth and its whatever. Like I yeah. honestly don't know, but huh. uh, very cool kind of legendary theory, but. Something that I've been thinking about is yeah. how did Moltres come about? Mm. Like, how did this bird, this flaming bird in the sky, like you know, similar to a phoenix, how did it happen? And I have a theory that um, I'm actually curious what people would think about it, but I think that a potential bird like a Pidgey, or a very common bird, fell into a volcano, and in this volcano, um, it was kind of freaking out, needing help before it died and it happened to have a hole around it and so oh. ho flew over and saw this poor Pidgey you know young Pidgey being messed up and then probably tried to resurrect it and in doing so brought forth the Moltres hmm. why do you think Ho-Oh uh, well if you look back to Ho-Oh and the burned tower um, and the whole theory behind the well I guess the, the actual lore behind the uh, the three legendary dogs oh yeah it's not yeah, that far to right. believe that yeah that ho could have been involved with this transformation process. Right. Yeah, you're right, actually. If I remember right, I think Ho-Oh heal, or no, created... Yeah, created the, the three Pokemon yeah, stuck created in the tower them. that burned. Yeah. And so they became the three different types of birds. But, I, you know, and my, my thought is maybe there's something to do, because it keeps going back to that volcano to heal. 
Yeah, that's right. right. They say like, oh, it, so obviously then something happened mm-hmm. to that, yeah, that animal to survive or that Pokemon to survive the heat and the intensity of sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm kind of wondering why it's in that specific cave. I mean, like, like we could just say like like what you were trying to say for Zapdos that it's just there because he likes it. Oh, but, okay, yeah. But I kind of wonder, like, like as an example, you're talking about Ho-Oh, mm-hmm. right? Ho-Oh is at the burn tower for a reason, right? Yep. Um, so it makes me think, where you find the Pokemon in the games, there has to be a reason why it's there. Fair. Right? Fair. Um, and maybe I am thinking too much into it. <laughs> I don't think Professor Oak owns that cave in Victory Road, but maybe he does. Who knows? Um, for research purposes. <laughs> Quotation, you know, air quotations. quotations. Yes, <laughs> um, but um, secretly, it's a sex trafficking dungeon for Pokemon oh where he can transport them throughout the world. And well, make this is taking a the massive strongest. turn. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but yeah, it makes me wonder, is it possible... Especially when you find him at Ember Mountain. As I do remember the Pokemon 2000 movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I remember right, the lore that they mention in that movie was that those three birds would fight with each other. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so if you find him at a volcano, is yeah. it possible that he's healing still Yeah. from a battle that he had with those two other birds? Hmm. Or with another Pokemon, maybe. That's a good. That's a good thought. You know, like it does make sense as well that Team Rocket would try and go after Moltres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it could very well be that from maybe they brought Mewtwo in there and Mewtwo kicked its ass. Yeah. And but it just managed to break yeah, free yeah. and disappear and find its way to a volcano and now it's healing. Hmm. Right. It's good to call. So yeah, it makes me wonder about that why you find it there yeah and yeah but um well one thing i wanted to mention real quick about the type of pokemon moltres was yeah yeah. i did didn't get the info earlier uh it's a dark flying the galarian type okay yeah yeah it is a dark flying and then yeah the the first one uh obviously is a flying uh, fire fire yeah Okay. But, uh, it is a dark flying, which I, I would assume so, just with its disposition of like darkness and yeah. you know, causes that weird territorial aura of like yeah. confusion and tiredness around its enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds pretty dark and ominous to me. Yeah. Um, before we close off, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about quickly how these legendary birds have been severely nerfed and they're basically not even legendary anymore according to the animes i agree with you yeah. you remember the original episodes i do yeah they had one it was i think it was the same episode where you see that super giant dragonite yep which by the way there's a theory out there that we'll touch on in another episode that that was the first uh gigamax pokemon oh that's a cool idea. or one of the first ones because you so heard that before big, huh. right so talk about the size of a Dragonite yeah. in real life, and really he's not too much taller than you or yeah. me. But at that point that one time, was like standing in the one. ocean, and it's just his feet in the ocean. Yeah. So how big is that yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But anyway, um, they're inside that building, and they see all of these tiles on the walls of all these different Pokemon, and they're going, "Whoa, what's that?" 
and talking about the legends and whatever and it's like these mystical things and we're all like oh my gosh it's an article it's a zapdos it's a Moltres oh my god right yeah 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 but now we're in these later seasons of Pokemon and it's like Moltres I choose you and you're like how (laughs) yeah exactly right how did you capture that exactly. legendary one in a million Pokemon? Yeah. And you, you random Joe, happen to have this one in a million Pokemon without any like right. badge of I'm a scientist or I'm an archaeologist or right. I agree, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, it seems to be, and I admit I haven't watched too much mm-hmm. of the newer series, but it seems to be that when you do this, and let's just say it's a gym battle. Yeah. Okay. Or no, actually, let's take it further. And it's a Pokemon League, like the finalist in there, right? Uh, like before you get crowned, like the Pokemon champion. Yeah, yeah. And somebody goes, Zapdos, I choose you. Everyone goes, he's released a Zapdos. Yeah. No one's like, oh, he's got, he's got the star yeah. of Pokemon. Like no one's it's doing that. true. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, good for you. I have one too, actually. We should start streaming the hashtag, make legendary legendary again. <laughs> yeah, we should. So, yeah, I mean, they just destroyed these Pokemon as legendary Pokemon. Yeah, as far as there is definitely but, a bit of the uh, nostalgia. I mean, if, particularly for us older guys who've been in, around for a while, that you kind of do miss uh, and wish right. things were kind of a little left, you know, left alone. That That's way. right. I kind of miss the days when legendary Pokemon were just in the movies, yeah, and not in the series as a regular, yeah, kind of original Joe Pokemon that yeah. you just come across. Yeah, it kind of kills the whole special, like a like a Mew bit. or a Mewtwo, right? Where it's just so right. rare, right. That it's impossible to find, right? Because they're kind of treating this like the Zubats in the caves, right? Totally. Just, oh, I got one too. So do I. I have yeah, six. Exactly. You know? So anyway, anyway, that's just my little rant on that. But until next time, guys, you guys have a wonderful week, and hope to see you next time on Poker Lab Radio. I'll see you guys later. Bye.